0: Welcome to Clear the Clutter. My name is Margaret and this podcast is where I give you practical and spiritual advice to get your time back so you can finally spend it how you really want. Hey loves, welcome to Clear the Clutter podcast where I teach you mindset shifts in under an hour. Today we're going to talk about episode number 74, how to stop leaving money on the table. And of course, whether you've listened to any of my previous 70 something episodes or this is the first time you're listening to me, I have examples for us to dive into so I can help you get that mindset shift and you can just lean back and let me do the heavy lifting for you. Super easy. That's my jam. That's my vibe. And I'm not gonna lie. It has been about a month since my last episode came out. I have missed you all terribly. This episode has lived in my head the entire time I have been horrifically sick. is one of the first days where i can hold the conversation and i'm not coughing every 30 to 45 seconds it feels like so i am ecstatic to be teaching this today so lean back if you're doing chores or if you're walking or if your hands are otherwise occupied open up your subconscious if you can close your eyes real quick take a deep breath exhale it out open up yourself your subconscious and let me do the heavy lifting for you because this one is a good one. So with that being said, let's get started. And oh my God, I just got, I don't know if it caught on the audio, but I got a chair squeak. <laughs> so previous people listening to my episodes will know that I had this like super rickety chair that I used to record my podcast episodes on and I would get excited and I would kind of like bounce in my chair and you could hear the chair squeak depending on how excited I was about the topic. So it, it I always thought of it like as a running joke. So I feel like my chair squeaking is like a sign from the gods that this is going to be a good episode. So episode number 74 is really exciting for me, not just because we're talking about money, right? We're talking about limiting beliefs. We're talking about mindset shifts, like all my jams, right? But it's also my husband's favorite and lucky number. Um, it was his number when he played football in high school and he is the king and making sure money is not left on the table his follow through is like pretty freaking intense so it's like a slight homage to my husband that like hey this episode is dedicated to you to stop having people leave money on the table we are no longer available we are no longer for that vibe right so how the hell do we actually do this first we're going to go into roadblocks We are going to talk about some of the things I know for sure around these roadblocks because I have done them, because I was the freaking retard that would leave money on the table, that would cut my nose off to spite my face, that I would do these dumb things to purposefully, subconsciously self-sabotage because I didn't feel that I was ready, right? And then I'll also walk you through the aftermath of what does it look like now that I've solved that problem. And when I say solve that problem, that means what resources, what templates, what mindset shifts and what courses have I used to go ahead and get to the other side of this equation, right? Like, again, there's a reason why I have been preaching lately really hard mindset shifts in under an hour. I am no longer available to have this bullshit reality that like you have to struggle, you have to suffer, it has to take a long time, you have to like give up a kidney and then you can have a transformation. Like, no, that's some like old school Puritan bullshit. It doesn't work anymore, it never worked anyway and that is not the vibe. The vibe here is clean, simple, laid back, supported energy so that you can have a shift You can implement it motherfucking today and then you can move on, right? And then you can live a life and you can live a better life because you're not self-sabotaging. So let's go over the ways that I have self-sabotaged because I bet you're doing some of them too. So some of the ways I used to limit the ways I was allowed to make money and aka I would leave money on the table. Um, At the power sports dealership I work at, I've been the parts managers for a couple years now. And... I have implemented for years now, literally years, this system where we would have saved quotes in the computer when we've talked to a customer. So a customer comes in, um, calls us, whatever. We're talking on the phone with them. We look up a bunch of stuff and they're not ready to buy it. Not a problem. Not a big deal. We've I've implemented this from day one. Would you like me to save my work, your work for you? So then that way, if you call back in, it doesn't matter who you talk to. Anyone can pull up the work and we can go ahead and help you from there. So... I've had this database of people that I could reach out to, which I have no problem doing. I'm not shy about that in any capacity, but I've had this database of people that I could reach out to at any given time and say, Hey, John, it looks like we saved a lift kit, rims and tires for you. Did you want me to save that? Did you want to go ahead and push the order through because there's a sale going this month? Or did you want me to delete it? No way. No, either way, it doesn't matter. Just let me know, right? So I have this whole database of people that I could reach out to I only started reaching out to them probably about a month and a half ago. And realistically, I only consistently started reaching out to them probably about two weeks ago. So why did I do that? Why did I literally leave money on the table? Because sometimes people will come back and say, hey, do you have, you know, we're pretty famous for it at this point so like people would come back and say hey do you have my safe quote we would look up their name or their phone number and be like yeah you know oh here's your save quote john it looks like you were looking at this this and this and then they would either order from there or they would tweak it or whatever right but like we're known for keeping these quotes but we were never known for following up with the fucking quotes so i was doing some work um i had bought some um courses that were helping me kind of shift into a better lean back, supported energy around money, um, not just shifting through different limiting beliefs. And it was all about why am I limiting myself on making money? And I was like, okay, that's a really good question. Why am I doing this? And you're probably thinking some of the same things, right? Like, why are you limiting some of the ways that you're allowing yourself to make money? Now, I'm using a very clear example about save quotes just because I wanted something tangible for you, but I have a ton of other examples that I'll give you really quickly. Um, So I was... Leaning back, well, I was afraid I couldn't handle it let's 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 go there. I was afraid I couldn't handle what the success would look like. I was afraid I couldn't handle what the money would look like. i would I was afraid that if I did this thing, then it would somehow turn into more work, or it would somehow turn into more stress, anxiety, things to manage, things to follow up on. And I was just tapped out, right? Like I had done as much as I could. I had done as much heavy lifting as I could and I couldn't handle anymore. So I was self sabotage, specifically with these stupid freaking quotes, right? Where people are willing and I have a database of people willing to pay me. I just had to reach back out to them. That's it, that's it. <laughs> it was It's my equivalent of like a wait list, right? So that was one big way that I was limiting the ways I was allowed to make money. Um, another one, I've been an affiliate promoter for several years now. Um, I have a background in network marketing. Um, I made a little money through that. And then when I stopped leaning into the network marketing vibes, just because I, I don't know, it just didn't feel like the right fit. Um, I still have friends in network marketing. I still buy products from the same company, but I, I don't know. I just didn't want to sell them. I, I didn't want to sell the product anymore. That's what it came down to. I didn't want to sell the product anymore. I just wanted to focus on taking it and taking care of myself. So, I started shifting into different ways of affiliate marketing to make money. So recommending this on Amazon, recommending that course, recommending this, recommending that, um, having sponsored podcasts, ads on my podcast, all these little different ways that I would allow myself to make money because I kept saying, I want to make more, I want to make more, I want to make more, right? Well, there was always something dumb that I was doing that would somehow block the money. So I don't know if you guys saw this on my Insta stories and I saved it. Um, I saved it under the highlight I'm so paid Um, I so let's go back to power sports I have a vendor there it's a brand name called Dunlop that whenever we sell their tires um, the dealership gets rewarded for selling their product basically a freaking affiliate commission right and I hadn't checked that debit card normally I use that to go ahead and help offset the costs of paying for my team so like my company doesn't give me a budget to like go ahead and buy lunches for my teams or buy coffee for them or buy anything for them whenever I treat my team. It comes out of our pocket and I have no problem doing it. I love supporting my team. So normally that money helps offset that. I hadn't looked at the card in a while and I was like, you know what? Let me go ahead and try it. It's probably like five bucks on there, but let me, let me just try it anyway, right? And I was at Walmart the other night and I swiped the card and it had $75 on it. And now $75 might not sound like a lot, right? But like the fact that I didn't know, this is again, a self-sabotage. The fact that I didn't know I had an affiliate commission debit card with $75 on it. Like I could have bought a course. (laughs) I could have bought shoes. I could have gone like shopping at Marshall's. I had money. I had ducats on there. I could have bought, I don't know. I could have bought makeup. (laughs) I could have bought books. (laughs) God knows. I could have bought some fancy pens and journals, but I didn't know. Because I was like, oh, there can't be that much money on there. Again, limiting belief, right? Because we sell a ton of tires. There can't be that much money on there. And the fact that I never had a system to check. The fact that every time I would talk about either a course that I was happy about or a book I was recommending or something I'm recommending on Amazon. Like I would never send them the affiliate link. And I kept thinking, you know, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? I was really digging into it. And I think part of that underlying fear, let's go back to it. The part of the underlying fear was that if I do more, I don't know if I can handle more, right? I I felt in some days I still feel a little maxed out at like what I can handle capacity wise. And the other part of it is I had this sticky, dumb, stupid, untrue, limiting belief that I can't get good at making money outside of my day job. And I am not like I don't know where that came from. I, I, I know that in my teenage years when I first started working, like I was very good at making money through my job. And I'm using air quotes here because you can't see me. But I was very good at making money through my job. I was very good at showing up at Burger King and making my money that way. Showing up at Fashion Bug, which was a clothing store back in the day, making my money that way. Showing up at the bookstore, the doctor's office, the a uh, durable medical equipment company, working for pharmacies, working in IT, working for myself. I was very good at showing up at a place, clocking in my 40 hours and making money that way. Like even Ben used to say, like, you're really gonna make your money that way. <laughs> and then on the other hand, I married to someone that is phenomenal, phenomenal, so much that I'm like envious of it at making money in so many different ways. It's not even funny like he's buying and selling this, he's flipping that, he's trading this, he's selling this, he's doing that, he's creating this, he's he's calling in that, he was doing all of these things and he's done that the entire time, we the, the almost two decades we've been together, he's been able to do that. So I would watch him and I would go, oh my God, I'm not that good, I can't do that, oh my God, I can't weld, I can't work with my hands, I'm not a mechanic, I don't have these mad IT skills, what skills do I have? Well, I have skills that no one wants, so therefore I can only make money through my day job. And this year really was a year of, I know I've maxed out my income in certain areas, but that doesn't mean I've maxed out my income in every area. So my day job, my day job, I am pretty close, not not totally there, there's some wiggle room, but I'm pretty close to the max of what I can do. Like. There's only so many people. There's only so much of an industry, you know, industry, environment, customer base. There's a little bit of growth. But like, I'm not going to be able to double my income, right? And I was really thinking about that because I love my job. I go and I obsess about my job. I am phenomenal. I am probably one of the best parts managers you will meet. Not because of my skill set, but because of my care and because of my systems, right? I make sure everyone is treated the same. I make sure everyone gets a smile. Um, I make sure that all my shit is documented. I have a 19-page document. It's called PRG. I have a 19-page document that is like 80% of my brain around everything power sports and motorcycles that I can even think of so that my team can be successful. So, like, I have built myself up in my head as being this phenomenal fantastic like badass parts manager. But yet I've built it up in my head that that was the only area I could be phenomenal in. And then I'm sitting back and I'm thinking. I was thinking this for a couple of weeks now. And I've been having my chats with my girlfriends and I'm like, you know, that is the dumbest fucking thing in the world. You can't. You can't have a skill set that you create and say, "But wait, that skill set only applies to this one little area of my life." Like that is literally the definition of a limiting belief. When you build a skill set, I don't care what the fuck the skill set is. When you build that skill set, it now becomes a part of you. It is your own limiting beliefs if you think you can't take that skill set and transfer it into another area of your life. And I'm thinking, that is like, it was like the most aha moment. And then at the same time, it was like, are you fucking kidding me? This is what I thought. I thought that I was only good at making money at my day job. And once I started getting out of that mindset. Once I started thinking that is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. I can't believe I allowed myself to believe that. Then I started making money in other areas. $18 here. I recommended a course to one of my girlfriends. I I bought a course, agonized about it for like a day or so. So fuck it. Bought the course. It was like $37, $38. Um, Listen to it because it was an audio, down, it was a podcast download course, Listen to it within a freaking day between that night and then the next morning getting ready, blew through the whole course, had crazy shifts, loved the course, you know, pulled up the, fo- the, the voice memo on my phone, and i ranted and raved about this course to my girlfriend i'm like oh my god i don't care what's going on i know you're on the other side of the world you have to buy this freaking course it is amazing i learned this i learned this i learned this i loved it i've listened to it in a day i'm already going around two, listening to it Blah dah, 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 dah. it's made my life so much easier i have this one thing we're now going to do this one thing and implement it because of this course this course is amazing right and i i told you that in the morning By dinner time that same day, I got an alert on my phone. You made an affiliate sale. And then two days later, I made another sale Um, through affiliates. I made an Amazon commission sale. A couple days later, I made another sale. And then a couple days after that, I discovered because I again I was no longer limiting my mindset I discovered that I had $75 of Dunlop money sitting on a a debit card just waiting for me to use Um, I found a gift card that I didn't know exist to use I found an extra $10 in my wallet that I didn't know exist it was like it was like I had taken these blinders off and money and opportunity started like popping up out of nowhere and I was like this is crazy. And, you know, when you think about this and you're thinking about manifesting and you're thinking about, you know, calling money in and all of these high vibey words that we use. Right. Because we, we all use them. Right. We want to manifest this. We want to call in that. We want to bring this in. We want to attract this. You're thinking of all these things and then you implement a change and you look back and you're like, holy shit that stuff has been here the whole time i just have been ignoring it i have put up these blinders these roadblocks these limiting beliefs so that my brain would only handle what i thought i could handle and i sabotaged myself from being able to handle more and so the more what that looks like ever since i started becoming comfortable taking my skill set of doing the things i'm good at and using it everywhere in my life not just saying oh this one skill set where I'm really good at following up and I'm really good at creating systems systems and I'm really good at recommending a product for someone, which I kind of went into a tangent on that, right? Like I really started to dive into what are these skill sets that I'm really, really good at? And where am I being a fucking retard about oh, it only applies to this one area. So I was sitting back and I was thinking and I was sending a voicemail to my girlfriend. Again, she's on the other side of the world. Best best thing about having a bestie on the other side of the world, you guys are always talking. Like you, you're always talking when the other one's sleeping and then the other one's sleeping and you're like, you're talking. So it's, I don't know. It just seems to have like this really cool thing where you, you always feel like you're in conversation, but you're never tripping over each other. Right. You never have this like dead zone of time of where none of you are talking. Um, we were chit-chatting back and forth and I was like, you know, I really am thinking about this and this is the dumbest thing in the world, but I never thought about it. Like I'm an affiliate sales. Like if we think about it, affiliate sales so, so i had this hang up i had this hard hard hardcore hang up about i can't make money online or i suck at affiliate sales or i can only ever get one customer and i can't get more than that or i have to do all of this work and have this crazy big launch and have to do all of these things because they're magically required to do an affiliate sale none of that is true because i was realizing i do that all day long every single day and most of you do that every single day a lot of us just don't think about it from a different perspective so i am looking at a pen in my hand pretend you are a pen salesperson you didn't make that pen you didn't go out and figure out how to bind and create and mold plastic you didn't go ahead and figure out how to get the ink into the pen you didn't assemble the pen you didn't put the pen in the package you didn't put the package with the pen into a box and then ship it out you didn't do any of that. You just sold the damn pen because your job is to sell pens. You're in affiliate marketing. Me, what I do all day long, good, bad, or indifferent, I'm in affiliate marketing. I don't create the wheel bearings. I don't create the tires. I don't create the rims. I don't create the light bars. I don't create the roofs. I don't create any of that shit. What I do is I find out what products are freaking amazing. I find out why they're amazing. And then I talk about them until they sell. Now... I build this library in my head, and I have built this library in my head, especially for power sports because I'm really passionate about it for a decade now of what products work, why they're fucking amazing, and why you should get them. So I have this really big library over power sports, all of power sports, basically. Well, yeah, all of power sports, motorcycles. I'm freaking badass on motorcycles, whether it's a Harley. Or it's an american brand or a european brand doesn't matter right i'm really badass with motorcycles because i have years of selling that stuff as an experience so i know how to take care of the customers and find them the best product that they can i know side by sides and atvs i've been doing that again equally for years so all of that selling all of that discovering what products are amazing why are they amazing why this product's better than that product and why should i recommend this one instead of that other one all of that was, it's crazy, affiliate sales for the last decade, but yet I had this stupid limiting belief that I could only make money on my day job. And I, I, I'm i dying to hear from you guys. So I am kind of leaning in pretty hard to Instagram finally. I feel like I finally have gotten my groove. Instagram and Facebook, I still love me a good Facebook, so don't, let's, let's not go crazy here. Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok have been my jam. So I don't care what platform you're on, reach out to me and tell me, What is some stupid, dumb ass limiting beliefs that you have that you're like, I can only make money in this one way. And I want to know why. Like, was it because someone told you that? Is it because you witnessed? And, you know, I was thinking about that and I was like, okay, well, where did this come from? I really wanted to get back into why did this come up in my life? And I remember when I was a kid, um... My dad had lost his job at one point and my dad was the breadwinner and my mom always worked but my dad made like two and three times more than what my mom made. So, my dad lost his job, he had to go work um no, I don't remember I don't remember because I was really little. I was like 10. Um so I don't remember the whole story, but I remember what I remember. And what I remember was my dad had a day job and then he didn't have a day job and then he was working call center at night uh, at night and he was uh building stuff and selling selling stuff. But it wasn't enough money. He was getting stressed out. He was using credit cards more. And then he went to go work for himself for a little bit. That didn't seem to work out because he was always stressed out. He never made enough money. And then he ended up going back to work for someone else. And I don't know. I know that definitely influenced me as a kid. But I didn't realize how much it shaped me that I can only make money if I work for someone else. And the thing is, like, that is not only is that not true, but that has never been true. It was now. Now, here's the thing, right? You can have a preferred way of making money. You can have a, uh, a preference. I don't think a preference is bad. You can say I am I am grateful to be making money in this way right now, but to say I can only make money in this one way is is especially now we've got the internet you've got the ability you know even even in my industry where it's a physical industry you have to be in some in front of someone even my industry is opening up more to flexible working travel working working from home working in different states like like there's all of these opportunities now like we're not talking about like the 1800s when like electricity didn't exist i think right we're talking about now there's internet there's power, there's opportunities. So to have this mind, and even then there was opportunities back in the, like, the 1850s that we didn't know about because we're not in the 1850s. But like, there's always opportunities around us. There's always opportunities to go ahead and whether it's make more money or get paid in a different way or diversify our income so we don't feel super stressed. Like, There's all of these ways that are available to us 24 seven. It's just a matter of how we look at it. Do we look at it as something that we can tap into? So like I have this mindset now. So let's get back into the leaning in vibes. I want you to take this shift from I can only make money this one way. I can only make money through my day job like I used to believe. I can only make money if I am in front of someone like I used to believe. I can only make money from someone that approaches me like I used to believe. And now I have this deep, deep Belief and mindset that I can tap into money on demand. Now, that skill set is very vast and it is knowledgeable, and I'm good at it. And I'm just going to continue to get better, just like I did for like power sports. So I'm I'm using the same mindset of like in the beginning when I did power sports, I sucked. I totally sucked. I didn't know what I was talking about. I couldn't tell, like I knew what a tire was, but I couldn't tell what a front tire from a rear tire was. I didn't know what oil to put in a machine. I didn't know why you did this and why you did that. So like I sucked, but then I learned, I took time. I applied myself, I gathered knowledge And a decade later, I can talk about that shit backwards and forwards in my sleep. I can talk about that stuff and answer a question from one of my people down at the counter while I'm having someone stand in front of me while I'm having a conversation. I can literally have three conversations at one given time and answer everyone's question because of how knowledgeable I am. That skill set does not go away. It doesn't disappear the moment I leave the dealership. It's not like this, like, it's not like a badge where I I take the badge of knowledge, I leave it at the dealership, I walk away and I go home and the badge is there and all my knowledge is stored there And I only have access to it if I put the badge back on and I'm in the dealership. But that that physically doesn't exist. So to have that mindset that I can only make money through my day job. I can only make money this one certain way. Doing money, you know, making money this way in the past doesn't work is so not fucking true. Let's stop leaving money on the table. Let's create the mindset that I can tap into money on demand. I can go ahead and take the skill sets that I have, and I can monetize them anywhere. And if your limiting belief isn't that I can't, you know, I can monetize my skill set anywhere, but maybe it's about how hard you have to work. Or like one of my girlfriends, uh, my girlfriend, I have not asked permission to share her name on this story, so I'm just going to keep it as my girlfriend. My bestie is fantastic, fantastic at yoga, at yoga. She has gone through God knows how many teacher training classes. She has gone through God knows how many hours of teaching. She used to teach in person before she had children. And she is really, really, really good. She's a good teacher. She cares about posture. She cares about alignment. She cares about making sure that you don't hurt yourself and integrating yoga into your every single day. But yet, she's built this crazy belief that, oh, because I don't have a yoga studio, I can't make money. So, you know, sometimes it's not, you know, oh, because I don't have a day job. Right. Like that was my experience. But for her, it's I don't have these systems and these structures in place. So because I don't have that in place, therefore, I can't make money. So for her, what it looks like is I don't have a yoga studio of my own. Therefore, I can't make money. I don't know how to edit the videos. Therefore, I can't make money. I don't know what platform to use and upload my videos. So therefore I can't make money. I get overwhelmed by, you know, people again, random people on the internet that meanwhile, but it's misconstrued that like these people are telling me I have to have a Facebook group. I have to have an email list. I have to have a, a backend platform. I have to be able to take credit cards. I'm in another country. They're in another country. How do I work all this out? I have to have a business license. All of this is too hard and overwhelming. So I'm not going to tap into my god-given talent of helping people move energy through their body. I'm just not going to sell period. So sometimes that can be the limiting belief. I don't have the systems and the resources to tap into money on demand, so therefore I can't make money. And I I want you to get rid of that. So whether it is the the limiting belief like what I had of you know, if I am not present at my day job, that is the only way I can make money. Or if it's, I don't have the systems and structures, therefore I can't make money. Like I want you, there's a, there's a course I bought, which I want you to check out. I want you to check it out because of what the course teaches you. The course is teaching you how to be the woman that money chases after. Once I read that sentence, I was like, oh my God, please tell me more. What do you mean money can chase me? What do you mean money Money is trying to figure out how to get to me. And and that got me thinking, I'm like, oh my God, what other areas in my life has money been trying to get to me? And I have just been a stubborn bitch and I have put my head in the sand and I've been like, nope, nope, not listening, la, 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 la. Money is only allowed to come through my day job, so I'm not going to look at any other ways. I'm not going to look at my Amazon account. I'm not going to look at my debit card that has my Dunlop dollars on it. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that because it's not through my day job, la, 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 la. la. Like, what areas... Has money been chasing you, but you have said no, 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 you're not on entrance, you're not allowed in, you're not even allowed on the damn property. Let's get a restraining order, let's push you back further and further away. What areas have you not allowed money to chase you? And when you're like, oh my god, money can chase me, and you start thinking differently, and you're like, wow, I can tap into that, I can tap into money on demand, then your whole brain's gonna change. Your whole brain is gonna be like, holy shit not only can money chase me but money can make me a calmer happier more supported woman like really you sure you sure this isn't some like bait and switch game because that's what i thought right i'm like okay cool money can chase me but it's got to be exhausting money can chase me but i have to kill myself in the process money can chase me but i have to do all of these extra things because therefore then i will have earned it enough So that I can have money chase me instead of no money can show up it's pretty easy money can chase you it's pretty easy money can make it so that you're supported it's pretty easy there is people that are willing to pay you that have systems and structures in place and all they would like to do is have you buy their product and then if you love it recommend it which again is called affiliate marketing or in my head my day job at a power sports company so like there's all these ways money can pay you. There's all these ways you can be the woman that money chases after. There's all these ways you can be fully supported without exhausting yourself. I mean, like literally, I talk about exhaustion so much that I created a whole course around exhaustion and overcoming overwhelm. You don't have to be that person anymore. You can be the other side of it. I'm the other side of it. You know, I am, what was it? I think, what it was today's Thursday as I'm recording this? I have been paid in affiliate commissions twice this week so far and what I've been doing. So this is what it looks like to be on the other side. You start to look for evidence. You say, you know, my favorite quote lately has been from Andrea Crowder is fuck faith. I look for evidence. Um, and I like that. I really like that because you want to build this belief system that you're not just brainwashing yourself like, no, this is really happening. So I took one of her ideas and I tweaked it and I made it my own. I created a folder on my phone. I created a folder in Evernote and I created a folder in my email and I just created a folder on my desktop at work and it's called Stacking Wins. Now, Andrea Crowder, she's got a course about stacking wins and it's a monthly stacking club. But I was like, you know what? I just want that to be part of my daily life. So every time I have a win, every time I have a you know, an affiliate company pay me, I take a screenshot of it, I put it in my Stacking Wins folder. Every time I get an email that says, you've got paid, I take that email and I move it over into my Stacking my stacking Wins email in my email box. Um, I did a post a couple weeks ago for my dealership on Facebook, and it is, phenomenally producing like we've gotten and this is all organic traffic we were going from like a thousand two thousand views to where i got the right between the right copy and the right pitch and the right photos and the right groups we're at like fifteen thousand views as of like noon and we have like 90 something link clicks we sold like 10 machines because of this post like this is a huge win for me again affiliate marketing right this is a huge win for me. So I took a couple of screenshots of that throughout the past like two weeks. I've taken some screenshots and I've put them in my Stacking Wins folder on my desktop. And anytime something really good happens, like I got an affiliate commission from my podcast company um, that I'm doing the ad for right now and I got a payment from them. So I took a screenshot of that and put it on my phone. So I am creating this reality that like holy shit it doesn't matter what's going on in my life money is chasing me i am the woman that money is chasing i am the woman that's laid back that is supported that doesn't have to come up with all of this crazy systems and structures on my own instead i can lean into other people's energy i can lean into the support that they're trying to they've been trying to give me for quite a while apparently and I can go ahead and recommend their product and I can make money in the process. And it's not sleazy. So another thing that I didn't really talk about, but you know, some people can be thinking about, yeah, that's sleazy, right? Like affiliate marketing, that's sleazy. Sales is sleazy. You know, some people will think about, you know, they'll hear the word sales and they'll think like, oh, you know, the the sleazy salesman, the sleazy car salesperson, the unscrupulous car salesperson, the person that, you know, is going to shaft me over with fees and expenses and and upsell me on, on, you know, blinker fluid when blinker fluid doesn't exist. You know, some people can have that limiting belief. I had that limiting belief before I got into power sports. I thought that sales wasn't necessarily bad, but I thought that sales was unnecessary. I thought that sales could be greedy. Or people that did sales were were uh, greedy, money hungry, uh, shady, um, had no morals. If they were morally sound, that they would do a different type of job. So I had that limiting belief really, really bad. I haven't had it in a very long time because when you run a dealership and you you know have to sell so you can keep the lights on and pay your employees and pay yourself and pay your rent, then you start to learn like oh no. Selling isn't bad, selling isn't sleazy, selling isn't slimy or scary. Now, are there slimy, scary, evil people that sell? Of course there are, like, duh, right? Like, there's good and bad of everything, but selling isn't bad. So, you know, what the over the other side of selling isn't bad would look like is selling is just getting paid to recommend a product you already love. That is, that is what I want you to tap into. So whether you're dealing with one of the main three issues I've talked about for 30-something minutes now, whether it's I can only make money through my day job, you've got a, a different mindset to, to link into now. If you're thinking I have to build all these crazy systems and structures because if I don't, then therefore money can't come in, you have a system and structure you can tap into. If you believe that selling is bad, I really want you to think about it as Selling isn't bad. Selling isn't wrong. Selling isn't sleazy. Selling is making a recommendation on a product that you already love anyway
1: because you're the
0: type of person that only recommends things with love and integrity and you're getting paid for it. But you would have recommended it regardless of getting paid for it because you love the product and you got a transformation about it and you can't shut up. And you know, uh, you shouldn't. You shouldn't shut up. Had, and this is why I say that, right? So my life, money-wise, mindset-wise, courses-wise, there's a reason why I have it splashed all over my course page on my website. What I don't know, I hire others to teach me because I remember years ago, and I've talked about Amanda Francis a million times, and I'm really diving into Andrea Crowder's courses and content now, but like, I remember struggling so hard around money and all the things that i've done and all the things i used to sabotage and do and i remember asking the universe please for love of god help me i can't keep doing this anymore and i remember one of my friends making a recommendation and i hope to god she was smart enough to get an affiliate commission off of me because i bought a course and that's why i got introduced to amanda and my life has changed there's so many different things that we do not do in our household, that sabotage ourselves because of a course recommendation. My life is better because of someone's recommendation. And it would not have been, and God knows have I would have found her had someone not made that recommendation for me. And sometimes it could be a course, sometimes it could be a book, sometimes it could be a physical product, sometimes it could be like a restaurant, sometimes it could be like, it doesn't matter what the widget is, right? But the reason why you're making this recommendation is because you know that that person's life would be better because of the recommendation. Not because you're going to make money on it. The money is just a reward because you you were willing to open your mouth and talk about something that you loved anyway. That's it. The universe is just trying to reward you for the work you're already doing. That's how I look at it. So I don't want you to think that money is sleazy and I don't want you to think that there's anything wrong with that and if you want to diversify your income so like i know that that's a really big thing lately like diversifying our income having multiple streams of income like people talk about that all the time and sometimes i kind of want to roll my eyes just because i don't know i don't think that multiple streams of income are bad but i think the fact that you have to think of them as multiples not i get paid in every area of my life like it just it sounds messy to me and it sounds very convoluted like I just now have a belief that I get paid in every area of my life. I get paid. doesn't matter what I'm doing. doesn't matter where I'm at. I'm getting paid. That's it. That's it. I could be selling online. I could be selling in front of someone. I can be making a recommendation. I can be talking about a book. I can be talking about whatever. But I'm always going to get paid. Money is always going to be chasing after me because I am the woman that money chases after. I am laid back. I am supported. I can tap into other people's systems to talk about amazing products that I would be talking about anyway. I'm just getting a affiliate commission in the process. And it can be frustrating, it can feel overwhelming. You can be like, okay, cool, I'm I'm open to your suggestions. I am willing to be the, money, the woman that money chases after. I'm willing to be the woman that is not tied to only having my income come through my day job. I'm willing to be the woman that uses other people's systems and supports to go ahead and make money and have that pay me, right? I'm willing to be all those things. But how the hell do I actually get there? You know me, I'm always going to give you a recommendation. So my recommendation is for you to check out a course because again, what I don't know, I hire other people to teach me. I want you to check out this course It's called I'm so paid. It is phenomenal. Um, I'm getting all the pre-work content for it right now. I've gotten two pre-work courses for it um, that are part of the program and they're amazing. They're absolutely amazing. I've dived into them. They're a podcast episode style. So I love that. Um, I've listened to both of them probably like four or five times in a row. I love them. I love them. It's one of my favorite things in the morning to do now, where I used to listen to my economic episodes. Now I listen to that at night. I tap into the course content, or the pre-work content, I should say. I tap in, I put my headset on, and I get ready listening to that energy every single morning. I, I love it, and I can tell. On the mornings, I don't listen to that energy my energy's off. I'm not coming in and I'm not working with my team with the same easy, laid-back, but forward-thinking ideas that I normally would come into. It's like my brain hasn't fully woken up and it hasn't fully been hyped yet, right? So, like, I've been using this time in the mornings to, like, I, I call it being my own hype woman. I tap into this course, I tap into the pre-work, and I am my own hype woman. And the reason why... I'm telling you about this course the course called i'm so paid is because it's a program designed to help you make bank sharing the shit you're telling your friends about anyway like we all talk about products we all talk about recommendations we all talk about like oh my god this is amazing amazing you should buy it why not get paid for it there's nothing wrong there's nothing sleazy there's nothing underhand about it if anything Brands are desperate to pay you to talk about their stuff if you've had an amazing transformation with them. And it doesn't matter what it is. It could be a physical good. It could be a digital good. It could be an Amazon recommendation. Like none of that matters what the widget is, right? But if you've had an amazing transformation with a product, speaking as a brand, I love i love giving people the opportunities to be an affiliate for me because they've taken my product taken my course loved my shit so much that they want to talk about it i am happy to pay them so you might be thinking like oh well only sleazy companies create affiliate programs no that's not true if anything it is so much better to pay an affiliate person to recommend your product after they've bought your product and they've had a transformation because not only do majority of the time they call in more of that amazing type of client which is what the brand wants anyway but you're getting an honest reaction about a product so it is in the brand's best interest to pay people to recommend courses and products and programs and digital goods and physical goods that they already love anyway because they're going to get the very best type of client recommendations and the very best clients into their brand and into their business so let's be very tangible about it right i'm talking to you about a course and about a program it's called i'm so paid that course is again i'm doing all the pre-work right now the course is freaking amazing the energy is freaking amazing There's one thing that I learned as part of the pre-work that is going to be all literally it was such a transformation for me from one little audio out of all the audios I've gotten in the pre-work it's going to be episode number 75 like (laughs) it's getting its own freaking episode because I had this one humongous transformation from this one little audio of a pre-work like the work is that good I have no problem talking about it but I want you to get the same energy. I want you to feel the same abundance. I want you to feel the same level of support that money can give you if you stop leaving money on the table. If you are willing to get over those roadblocks, if you are willing to go ahead and take the blinders off, if you are willing to let it be easy to get paid, if you are over the belief system that I have to create and do all of these things or I can't make money. So here's here's who it's not for. Let's. I've been talking about money, support, energy, and all of that. Here's who this is not for. This is not for someone that thinks money is sleazy. This is which most of you, if any of you think this, you wouldn't be listening to me anyway. But this is not for someone that thinks money is sleazy. This is not for someone that thinks if I diversify and allow more money to come in my life, then I'm a bad person. This is not for someone that is trying to do all of the things and secretly wants to do none of them. This is not for any of those people. This is not for the person that is stubborn and mule headed and negative Nancy and says, my situation can never change no matter what you say. With an, and, and, and dude, the way I even just said that, my attitude, my body language has completely changed that is not this is not for that person that is not for that person in the slightest this is for the person that wants to bring in more income period is open to income in all levels in all capacities in all ways this is for the woman that wants to have money chase after them and you can do the same thing that i'm doing too you can go get the freaking course because again the pre-work is phenomenal i can't even imagine what the course is going to be like the course like depending on when you're listening to this this course is supposed to be coming out live i think in a week Um, and I am going to be part of the group that is there for the live recording. So I'm so excited because if I'm having this level of a transformation on a pre-launch and a pre-work, I can't even imagine the transformation I'm going to have on the next level, right? On the other side of the other side. But like the course is for someone that's willing to change. The course is for someone that's willing to take off the blinders. The course is for someone that is ready to be chased by money and be supported by money. That's what it comes down to. That is for that's who it's for to be chased and supported by money in all areas of her life. And I know I have some men that listen, so sorry I keep saying woman <laughs> for for the person, let's let's go there, for the person that is willing to be chased by money and to be supported by money in all areas of their life, and is wanting to be able to tap into that on demand, then I I beg you to check out this course, I am so paid, because what skill set you have, this course can help amplify that skill set and make what you're already doing so much better, so much easier, so much more supported, so much simpler. I know that you'll get the same transformations, if not more, than what I'm getting. And again, I'm just going through the pre work, the pre work is amazing. So, check out the course link is in the bio, link is on the website, links are everywhere. If you can't find it, DM me. Send me a message, and I'll get you the link. So I want to thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'd love to hear how you are implementing everything we went through. I know this episode was kind of long, but it makes sense. I've been off for a month, and I had a lot to say, and I really didn't want to shut up today, so that's okay. Um, You can go ahead and. Tag me and show me where you're listening to the episode. You can tag me on socials. You can drop a comment in the Etsy store if you're using one of my journal prompts. Don't forget to go ahead and check out the course. The link I said is everywhere. It's called I'm So Paid, and you are going to love it. And if you are not on the newsletter, then Shame on you because I have already talked about this. I actually talked about it in my Instagram stories and I talked about it in my newsletter. So you would have known about it before the podcast episode would have come out just because my newsletter is like my little VIP vibe. It's like my VIP vibe chill lounge where all the cool people come and hang out and decompress and learn really cool shit and move on with their day. Um, you can go ahead and subscribe to the most amazing VIP vibe lounge ever at co slash subscribe and as a bonus you will get my top three questions that I use daily to guide my decisions on where to spend my time and money plus three real life examples for each question so you can go ahead and implement it for you so I will talk to you later chicas and chicos bye have a burning question for me